Hello, I'm Kristen Perisonotto. And I'm Hannah Ferguson, and we're co-founders of Cheek Media Co. This is the Weekly Cheek Podcast. Obviously two of the worst Prime Ministers in our lifetime. We were only born in the 90s, so sorry, we don't know about any other ones. <laughs> I literally told someone at work the other day that my friend wants to be the Prime Minister. My friend? Yeah. You think we're friends? <laughs> Welcome back to the Weekly Cheek Podcast. Welcome. Today we are going to be talking about a very controversial topic. We didn't realise it was controversial until 35 minutes ago before we ordered Domino's. Yeah, so we just ate Domino's and now we're going to talk about it. The question is, who is worse, Tony Abbott or Scott Morrison? The actual way I framed it was like, who would who would... You, who would you rather be Prime Minister? Yeah, it's the Who same is the thing. worst Prime Minister? Yeah, all the same. But which... we'll be talking about all of it. Yeah. So, to get things started... I have a surprise for you, Queen. Oh, is it a surprise fucking argument? No. Okay, go on. I have some quotes. Oh, okay. And I want you to guess whether Tony or Scott said Oh, that's actually really fun. I thought I I kept it a secret. I thought you were going to be, oh, I might fucking pick my face and now it's bleeding. What I was going to say was, I thought this was you like, surprise attack. Here's my arguments I've been developing all week. Oh, no. No, great. I do have some arguments for both. Anyway. All right, let's do it. Okay, the first one. This is me doing what I do. I'm out, I'm listening, I'm hearing, and I'm doing. Scott. Yep. That's, it's the way he speaks. I could hear it in his voice. I know. I try not to do it like him. Yeah, it's so hard. We've always said that offshore processing is the way to handle those who have arrived illegally by boat, and that's what we're doing. It could be either. Scott. Yep. Wow, you're doing well, Queen. It's because, this is weird, but... When Tony was around, Labor had been deep into those offshore processing mm-hmm. orders as well. And I think that it's because of the we've always. Yes. It's it's a more historical reference. That's why I went, Scott. Sorry, just the analysis True. behind my decision. Yeah, Because, um, and I think, like, by this time, everyone knows, but, like, Stop the Boats was Tony's whole thing. Mm. But Scott Mor- Morrison was actually, like, part of that main yeah. push. But we- Tony would claim it as his own, as opposed oh, yeah. to, like, historically referencing what we've always done. That's so true because, well, we'll get into it, the differences between Scott and Tony later. This is such a fun game. I'm so glad you've surprised me with this. Well, also because we didn't know if we are going to do this topic. Yeah. And Hannah was like, I don't know if I want to do it. And I was like, my game. Also, just a side note, which I thought was funny. So we usually call Scott Morrison squat mm-hmm. or clot or plot Morrison. And when I wrote it into my notes, it autocorrected to swat. <laughs> So that's a new one. Okay. Coal is good for humanity. Coal is good for prosperity. Coal is an essential part of our economic future here in Australia and right around the world. Tony. You're really good at this. It's the it's I can hear it because the rhetoric of Tony Abbott is better than Scott's. Yeah. I'm trying to say it in the way that they would say it. Um, okay, so far you're doing better than Nick at this, just FYI. But also, I'll say I've not, like, I can't recall these myself. It's literally the language for me. Yeah, I don't remember any of these happening. All right. Australia is not a secular country. It's a free country. This is a nation where you have the freedom to allow, to follow any belief system you choose. Secularism is just one. That's really tough because they're both religious. Scott. Yep. Wow, Queen. Yes! Oh my god, I'm actually a legend! <laughs> yeah, and sometimes, you know, this is so weird that I'm going to say this, sometimes I really question, like, how well I understand politics and, like, how up with it I am. Yeah. But when, I do, when I'm when i good at stuff like this, I'm like, 
I hear and I note. Like, I I'm know. an observer. <laughs> I am. This is good. Okay. So this was um, just when the budget was about to be announced. A budget. No cuts to education, no cuts to health, no change to pensions, no change to the GST, and no cuts to the ABC or SBS. Queen, that is not good as like in terms of trying to guess that is just a fact as opposed to like a statement it's because oh, i'll tell you later i'll have to answer for yes yeah tony yep and that was this is the only one i remember actually happening because he announced that and then the budget came out announcing big cuts to the abc huh. that's the only reason i left in there god i'm at 100 percent right now yeah, you're doing very well, Queen. Oh, how many others go? Just one more. Oh, shit. Okay, so this is the sixth of six. There's really only one thing to say here, and that is that we've stopped the boats. That's good for Australia, it's good for Indonesia, and it's good for particularly and it's particularly good for those who want to see a better world. Tony. Yeah. That was obvious. Yeah. I should have I shouldn't have left it for last. No, no, it's uh, I think uh, I'm just excellent. <laughs> I think I'm just incredible. Oh my god, I'm so proud. I'm so glad you enjoyed that. Can you send this to me? I'm gonna test David later. Yeah. This is a fun quiz. <laughs> Followers, I hope you were playing along. <laughs> when I did it for Nick, there were only five and he got four out of five. So I didn't do I added in one of the boats ones. I can't remember which one. This but is I was a fun game. I was actually play. trying to find one that, that Scott Morrison said the phrase stop the boats. But it was hard to find because it, at this time it was like a really long time ago. Mm -hmm. And so it, like when I Google like Scott Morrison quote, stop the boats, not, not much came up. I think also because now there's such um, more of the adult population is so against that and they don't yep. want to use the tagline. I think he avoids it because people aren't. I think in 2012, you know, like those primary stop the boats years, mm -hmm. um, it was like the tagline that people got behind. But I don't think it, people feel the same way now. Exactly. So exactly. I don't think they like, like to associate it. No. And something that really, I mean, so many things wrong with Stop the Boats, but something that I always think, and like I'm preaching to the choir here, but they didn't actually stop the boats. They just turned them around. They did turn backs, they which actually means risk. that people were in the boat up to twice as long. Anyway, that's just my. They stopped the boats from coming here. That's what they did. Yes. They kept the, they made sure that if, the, if people were going to die on the boats, that it was far away from Australia. Mm. That's literally all they did. And Labor was did not stand in the way of that, by the way. Hmm. What a segment. I'm like the rush of being excellent <laughs> is like... Well, see, I wouldn't do very well in those things, I don't think. I'd be like, ah! Really? Yeah, I'm not really that good at stuff like that. Like, like Trivial Pursuit or... Um, you know, like trivia in a pub, like, fuck, I'm literally a ball of stress. Like I can't handle it. I love it. I, 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 I like this the is the perfect topic because I only have two options. So it's a 50, 50 shot. Mm -hmm. And truly what I think about is like the context of the time yep. and how they speak. I think I would do better if it was written down, if I could see the quote and then like write down or like tick a box. But yep. when it's like verbal, I'm just really not good at it. Maybe I'll make some more of those for you, Queen. That's really fun. Okay. I won't make them for you. Fun. Oh, uh, you can if you like. Okay. I will, if you want to, I will participate. But I'm just, I just want to, I guess I just want to put it out there that I'm probably not going to be as good as you. I might come up with something different for you. Oh, yes. Fun. 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 We've got two, two to three more podcasts to record after this. And now I'm like, fuck, I don't have any games. I'm going to think of one. <laughs> Is this how like the Tonight Show, Late Night Show host <laughs> feel? Okay. So...
Um, all right, Tony versus Scott. So, Tony versus Squat. First Squat versus what? Swat. <laughs> Tone. What was it? Tone with an E. Do you remember that meme? No. T-O-N-E. Yeah, but what about it? It was just like what everyone called him. Tone. Ew. Anyway. Um, so, like, two of the wor- I mean, obviously two of the worst prime ministers in our lifetime. We were only born in the 90s, so sorry. We don't know about any other ones. <laughs> Whenever I say that, people are like, John Howard is the worst. I'm like, sorry, I don't remember that. Interesting, though. I was talking to my mum about this the other day. You know what she said? John Howard was the last prime minister we had that was a true visionary. Philip, I know. Even if it's for the worse, he was. I think Kevin Rudd was a visionary. I think so too. Yeah. Anyway, back to it. Back to it. I was in a meeting a few months ago now, and this woman was like, "We haven't had a good prime minister since Bob Hawke," and I was like, "What about Julie Gillard?" But like, people have this weird thing. I don't know. I think that the way that politics works now is you're on the chopping board so much easier. Exactly. Like, I don't think we'll see a prime minister that holds a term longer than like six to eight years for like a really long time. Me neither. But even like people like Malcolm Turnbull, now everyone's like, oh, he was so great. But at the time, everyone was fucking like, Mm. both sides were just like, fuck Malcolm Turnbull. I think I'll have to do it. Be the prime minister. Yeah. I literally told someone at work the other day that my friend wants to be the prime minister. My friend? Yeah. You think we're friends? (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding, queen. (laughs) Is this because I introduced you as my business partner once? Okay, we gotta get serious. I gotta get angry. <laughs> gotta get angry. So I think the I think um, <laughs> a good place to start is actually the stop the boats, which we did. We were there briefly. We'll come back to it because it like was when Tony and Squat were working as a team. So the thing about arguing for which is worse. So I was thinking about this. I'm like, who's going to be the loser? But really, the loser is. The nation of Australia. <laughs> Deep queen. We are the losers. We are. And I think that, um, I'm showing my cards early, but I think that my, so I, my belief is that Scott Morrison is worse mm-hmm. overall. Um, and one of the reasons is because I think that there is a higher likelihood of Australia re-electing Scott Morrison than there is Tony Abbott. Therefore, as a progressive person who wants to see a progressive government, Scott Morrison is worse because there's more likelihood of him staying around for me. And actually, we put the poll to the followers. Some aggressive responses was not expecting. Yep. But many people said that Tony Abbott is more likely to lose. Yeah. So in a way, bringing him in would be better for us because he will lose at the yes. next election, right? Exactly. And given the opportunity, he would probably be prime minister tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. He has not fucked off. He's like the cockroach that never dies. Yeah, I'm not sure if you saw me post the other day that about his podcast with the Institute of Public Affairs, mm-hmm. Australia's Heartland. It's embarrassing. One, the edit on that podcast cover is humiliating. Oh my god! And it's so it's actually pretty high up on the podcast. Chart. It was top fifty when I looked at it. That's for, awful. for news. Don't know how it's news. I don't know how it's above ours. Frankly, we're in the we're in the <laughs> hundreds. Just to let you know, guys. If you're listening to it a pretty on top-notch pod, exactly. Once we have been number two in the news commentary in Australia before. 
We were second. Yeah. Not, I mean, top two, yes, is the same, but second. Top two, second. Well, if you were the first, you wouldn't say, I'm the top two. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the winner of the top two. Anyway. I immediately, now I'm actually totally willing to be wrong because I don't think there's a right answer here, Mm -hmm. which doesn't really make sense with what I said. (laughs) (laughs) I'm willing to be wrong because there's no right it is a it is another thing like what one of our followers said um if i if i had to choose gun to my head i'd take the bullet <laughs> basically i actually think tony is worse because i think he's the more capable and competent leader mm-hmm. i think his ideas are more dangerous and i think he we are at risk of him implementing those ideas tony abbott was vocally misogynistic vocally sexist was against gay marriage and said some awful homophobic things while he was a leader the Mm -hmm. leader of the nation he also outwardly opposed abortion he outwardly opposed a lot of things and verbalized these at every opportunity that he had and i think that the fact that he was capable of implementing change and was a strong leader because he had stronger rhetoric than scott and i think that he was capable of implementing policy in parliament and i think that poses the greater risk Mm -hmm to our country. Yeah. I think Scott is useless. I think that there's, but I'll argue for your side as well. I was talking to David, my partner about this this morning. And he was like, you're fucking wrong. Scott is worse. And this is why. And he was like, it's more about the context of the cabinet Mm -hmm. and the corruption within that, this leadership as a team, like Scott is just being useless while like the car park rorts, you know, like there's clearly a corruption watchdog issue here. Porter, Dutton's, you know, all of these things. That but Dutton was there under Tony Abbott too. Yes, but the entire Porter shit fight has been under Scott and he has done fuck all about it. Yep. And I think the issues with, I mean, I think Scott is more guilty by omission. Like what he does is fail to act. Yeah. He failed to implement the safe at work recommendations. He's failed to do these things, which I think is not an omission, but it's an active choice, I guess. Mm-hmm. But you get what I'm saying? It's more like what he's not doing. Yeah. Is inappropriate. Whereas I think Tony Abbott was like actively doing and implementing awful things. Tony Abbott actively repealed the carbon tax that Julia Gillard's government had implemented. Mm-hmm. Like, I think one of the worst things you can do is when progressive change is happening is to stop it in its tracks and revert it. Because I think that the Abbott government repealing climate, the, um, the, the carbon tax and sort of going backwards in terms of climate action actually paved the way for a series of liberal governments to also ignore it. Wow, I didn't know how much I knew. This morning I was like, what do I know about Abbott? <laughs> it's, it is hard to argue with that. I think, um, and we've already talked about this off the podcast, but Tony Abbott is, we believe, to be more conservative in his political leanings. Well, vocally. I think Scott is extremely conservative, but I think he's not willing to say many things. Well, see, this is the thing, and I remember, like, this comes up so often because I talk about the people who voted for Trump because they truly believe in him Mm. and then the people who vote for Trump because they didn't bother to look into it. I think it's, I think there's something worse and more dangerous about someone who is not open with their, where they stand, which is Scott Morrison, because he will fucking say anything to like make people happy or to do what he thinks will make people happy. It's like all of the comments he's, so Tony Abbott was openly misogynistic, as you mentioned, like he talked about, you know, what the housewives need to understand as they do their ironing. He talked, he said disgusting things about his daughters. Um, he said awful things about Julia Gillard that I don't even want to get into because I will actually cry. 
Um, whereas Scott will get up there and speak at the women's summit and say that he's like, he, he greatly respects his wife and Jenny said this and I wouldn't want the same thing. So Scott Morrison, I don't think has put any type of thought into, you know, women's safety or anything to do with respect at work. And I don't think he is even attempting to try to be an ally to women but he will say things that he thinks will appease women mm. and like he totally falls flat and i think that's kind of where i guess my argument breaks down a bit because it doesn't work but he thinks that it does yeah whereas tony abbott you kind of just like what you see is what you get tony abbott made a fucking idiot of himself in the media so many times because he just did like the wildest shit like do you remember that clip where he just didn't speak to that journalist Yes, that was one of the worst PR moments ever. I watched that so much in uni. It's actually painful to watch. Like, I have physically covered my eyes when that clip has so been So what shown. essentially happens? So basically, he it was when he made the comment when he was talking to troops and they were talking about how um, one of their own had died and Tony Abbott kind of said, oh, I can't remember the phrase he said, but he basically said, like, tough shit. Like, that sucks. That was his comment. Mm. And so Australia was just like, what the fuck? That's not, that's not like a bad day in the office. Yeah. Um, so he, um, a journalist, I'm pretty sure, I think it was like in the grass um, at Parliament House, journalist went and it, I'm assuming it was set up by Tony Abbott's media team to try and, you know, do some crisis management. Yeah. And the journalist said, um, like, what do you have to say about that, Tony? Like, what? You know, what did you mean to say? What, like, he was kind of giving me an opportunity to get back in Australia's good graces. Holds the microphone out to him and Tony Abbott just doesn't say anything. And he, like, he looks really angry and he's, like, kind of, like, shaking his head a little bit. It's like he's shaking with rage. And then the journalist is like, um, Prime Minister? And Tony Abbott just says nothing. And so I think that he was... Tony Abbott in some ways actually had the had an inability to hide his true who he truly was in Which front is of the media. That's the lesser evil. What well, yes, yes, because I think it is less I don't think it's as dangerous because you kind of like can see I don't know, you just you just know who he is, you know what he stands for and you know what he's capable of. Whereas I really don't think we ever truly know what Scott Morrison is capable of. Yeah. You know who I wish was here for this? Turnbull. <laughs> <laughs> what, right here? <laughs> what do you reckon? I would actually love to hear I his I would take. think that would be so fascinating. I think he would say Scott's worse. I think he would too. Yeah. So that's the right answer. No, I'm just kidding. Again. <laughs> but also like a personal thing, like Scott like rolled him from his role. Yeah, but I actually think, like I think someone, I'm, like not to get into the personality thing side more of it, but I think this is a fair comment. Someone like Kevin Rudd would be much dirtier about that because Kevin walks into a room and I, f I believe that he, the person that Kevin is, is that he walks into a room and he believes he's the smartest person in that room. Yeah. I think that Malcolm Turnbull has more humility than that and is a bit more grounded. Yeah. I think Malcolm would obviously have really, really bad thoughts and views on Scott Morrison, mm -hmm. but I especially reading his book, oh, plug, flex, I read Malcolm Campbell's <laughs> book, but his his 
summaries of people are quite clever and I find good observations. Obviously, I'm sitting here like, loved his summary of Barnaby Joyce. It's exactly like the man I pictured. I don't know Barnaby Joyce, but when I read it, I think that's incredibly level-headed from someone that shouldn't have that view at all. Yeah. Like, his descriptions and the way that he considers and explains people I think is incredibly clever, and I would definitely have time to listen to his observations as Scott, despite the fact that it's completely skewed by this. Mm -hmm. Like, I just think... Some politicians want to rub each other in the fucking mud all the time, but I think Malcolm has quite an interesting insight into Mm -hmm. people. So if whoever he said is worse, you would believe him? I would want to know why. I think obviously he knows them as people. Yeah. But also um, Malcolm Turnbull. I truly believe Malcolm Turnbull to be a feminist. and I truly believe him to be one of the best liberal prime ministers that this country will ever see. Yes. For our purposes. I was going to, yeah, exactly, for, for us, because he, he he's probably the most progressive Liberal Prime Minister. Yeah. Um, and so. another thing that came to me, and I was thinking about this a bit earlier, um, is, like, where Rupert Murdoch fits in. Because, in case you didn't know, Rupert Murdoch picks the Prime Ministers of the Liberal National Coalition. He hand-selects them. Like, I don't believe anyone has proper proof of this but it's like a very like badly kept secret because that was the reason why Malcolm Turnbull went is because he was not good for Rupert Murdoch. Rupert Mur- Murdoch did not like him. He was too progressive. So I think that Scott Morrison is a much better puppet for Murdoch and I think is much more likely to get bullied by Murdoch or like directed or guided by Murdoch to do his he's bidding. He's so desperate to keep the position, right? Exactly. Whereas I, I don't, I feel really weird, like in quotes, defending Tony Abbott because I'm, I'm not doing that because I just think he's like the worst. Like if you had asked me one year ago, I probably would have said he's the worst man in Australian politics. But now I think Scott Morrison is worse than There's him. like a lot of competition at the moment. Exactly. Because then Christian Porter... Anyways, I actually have something to say on this afterwards as well. Okay. Um, I really don't, I don't think that, I don't think that Rupert Murdoch could bully Tony Abbott in the same way he could bully Scott Morrison. Agree. Because I think Tony Abbott would be much more like, well, it's my way. Mm-hmm. I will do this and I will do that. Like the kind the stuff that Tony Abbott did, like no one was fucking, no one told him what to do. You could see that. It was so obvious. Yeah. Like he could not be told he could not be guided by anyone. There were so many times, like the interviewer, he said nothing. Like the time he ate an onion, who advised that, who let that happen, where I thought, like, I wonder what his media team are doing right now behind the scenes. Because they're probably just, like, either, like, writing their letter of resignation. <laughs> or, like, how do we make this, like, cool for Good. young people? Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, yeah. On this Murdoch idea. Your dad said something interesting, which has stuck in my brain. Mm-hmm. Shout out, Rick. <laughs> when I met your dad recently and we were at dinner, he said, and I thought, oh my God, this has spun my world upside down, but it makes perfect sense. He thought that the next liberal leader being lined up was Christian Porter. Mm-hmm. And I completely agree with that. And I this think- was before he resigned from the front bench. Just, yes. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, your dad wasn't like... It's much harder now. (laughs) (laughs) It's been much harder since the allegation. Yeah, my dad wasn't like, well, he'll take this, but he'll get back there, don't you worry. No, no, it wasn't in support. Also, yeah, he doesn't like him. It was not in support at all. It was a... Observation. I think an astute observation that the reason that the Liberal Party was also, is also so slow to condemn Porter for any of the allegations, blah, 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 is because 
that he was being lined up to be the next Liberal leader because there's really no one else in competition at the moment. Scott is in the perfect position. Yeah, because I the, think Josh Frydenberg. But- Frydenberg and Dutton are really the only valid options. And it won't, they won't pick Dutton. And they won't pick Dutton because Australia will not vote for Dutton. And Frydenberg is just not the personality that they want. Mm-mm. But he's in the position of treasurer, so I'd say he's the most prominent besides Scott, really. Yeah. But Porter was probably the most intellectual and well-spoken of the bunch. So pre-allegations, like he was the pick, mm-hmm. probably Murdoch's pick too. But all, I would actually argue that Porter would not stand for – Porter would be at the level of Abbott in terms of questioning. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's interesting because also it surprises me. The only – I don't this is a bit off topic. My only thought around that is if Scott was smart enough to have even the slightest suspicion that Porter might be in line for the throne, wouldn't he want to get rid of him? I think that he was too – because I've been thinking a lot about this because I thought the same thing, but then I also thought, but Scott Morrison doesn't want to have fractures in the Liberal Party. But then I thought he actually did get rid of Craig Kelly and Andrew Lamming. Yeah, but – Eventually. They are not threats. They are only threats to his reputation. Yes. This is all the things I was thinking. But I don't know. Maybe Scott Morrison is on – like how much younger is Porter than Scott Morrison? Porter's 50. Okay. And Scott Morrison's only a few years older. Yeah. Porter is, I think – I mean, I I, no comment. I think Porter needs to go, right? That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. We don't want to be sued on this podcast. But hint, hint. (laughs) As to our opinion on what's gone down. But – I do think that Porter is smarter and more capable leader than Scott Morrison if the rest of the clouded context didn't exist. Interesting. Yeah, I think I think Porter would be somewhere between a Tony Abbott and a Malcolm Turnbull yeah, had the allegations not come out. Same. <laughs> but a lot more conservative than Malcolm Turnbull. Yes. From what I Honestly, I don't really know much about Christian Porter's politics or anything like that. No, because everything's been recontextualized as to what's happened exactly but like his um experience his um past work Mm -hmm. he's clearly a a highly intellectual person but what if scott morrison was involved in having christian porter involved like lined up as a succession plan i don't think that scott would be open to it no would you be open to a succession plan i think you have to be if you were comfortable in the leadership yeah, but you're not going to be the leader forever. But I think nowadays, succession plan to me screams Libs Bill. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Like, I just think that if you think someone's being lined up for your job next, that indicates that it could happen at any time with a spill. Yes, but if they, but when a government loses, they have to change leadership. Yeah. At I, Kevin Rudd. I actually think probably the biggest question there is what Christian Porter's popularity was like within the party, because it would have to come down to that. Yeah, it's hard to say now. If Scott didn't think he could be voted out in the party by Porter, he would have felt safe. But would Australia be more likely to vote for Porter? Not now, but previously? If nothing had happened in the last year, Scott Morrison would have been absolutely fucking done, like if the election was a year ago. At least Tony is honest about being a (laughs) See, that's my whole thing. Yeah. This is one of the um, answers from our poll. Follow us, Cheek Media Co. on Instagram to get involved. What is, the, what is the poll at right now? Ooh, 48% Scott Morrison we, we would rather have. Mm-hmm. 
52% Tony Abbott would rather have. It's really, and it's been evenly split for the last like hour. Yep. Pretty much the whole time. So it's really, and it is a, obviously like a really hard decision because we hate them both. <laughs> yeah. There's no right answer here. I think it's just interesting because it's more about style of leadership and who the political person is. Exactly. Tony, the other thing is Tony Abbott is much more divisive. Yeah. Um, whereas I think Scott Morrison, I just see him as like a, I think it's because he's, uh, Tony Abbott is more true to his beliefs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's more of a polarizing figure. Whereas Scott Morrison, like he'll do something, he'll like fuck up and then he'll like pretend like he's really sorry and he doesn't really say anything that commits to anything. The other thing is Scott Morrison lies. Scott Morrison lies to get out of anything. Mm. Like, he'll just say stuff. Mm. And I feel like Tony Abbott didn't really – didn't didn't do that to the extent where we saw the lies being exposed. Yeah. Whereas Scott Morrison's lies are exposed. And I think the most pivotal thing, which we had in conversations independently, is that we believe that the – climate the political climate in australia now is significantly worse than it was back when tony abbott was yeah um which i think is a now that i said that i'm kind of like mm, but was it worse for women well i guess mm. the thing is like tony abbott said a lot of things that were very obviously sexist misogynistic he said terrible things about julia gillard and just generally about the women of australia whereas scott morrison protects people who have, you know, allegedly or provably assaulted, harassed um, women in the past. Yeah. And so he covers up he covers up and defends people for doing these things or allegedly doing these things. Um, is that what, I don't know if that's worse. You can't really say, can you? It's pretty impossible. <laughs> it's just more of a difference that I like yeah, to point out. Yeah, absolutely. But I just I think that things are much worse now. I think this is like, a, like the most volatile political climate that I've been alive for. Yeah, same. And a lot of people have said that. Like I know we we're, we're still young, young sprightly chickens. But I think that prepared to be aged. I'm prepared. <laughs> but I just think that things at the moment are really bad. Yeah. Um, the other thing I like to point out. This made me really angry back in the day because when America elected Trump, everyone was like, oh, Americans are so fucking dumb. Like, we would never do that. I'm like, hello, we had Tony Abbott before Trump. I don't think that's comparative. But he's the same kind of person. Yes, but I think Abbott is much brighter. Than Trump. Yeah. I don't think we know how smart Trump is. But Abbott would not come out and just say, you know, should we inject bleach to treat COVID? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Like there's certain things that I'm like, but he was the same type. I'm not saying that he was. He was the same as bad. He was the same person. Yes, that's but what in I terms mean. of the tears of, of like capacity. Yeah, but I'm, that's sorry again. I feel like I need to shower every time I think I'm getting close to defending one of these fuckwits. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is terrible. I think it's. Uh, we should look at it as more like assessing the culture and the political climate now versus when Tony Abbott was prime minister. Pale, male, stale. stale. Um, a lot of people I know say, let's like the, what did she say? Someone I know. The revolution begins when we get mediocre white men out of politics. And I think that, I mean, Tony Abbott was a Rhodes Scholar, wasn't he? Yep. Which is like only afforded to like the smartest of the smart. Yeah. 
Who gets to be smart? Brie Lee's book. (laughs) Who gets to be smart? (laughs) Really bizarre. Who do you think smarter, Abbott? Sorry, Abbott or Morrison? Yeah. Abbott. Yeah. I think Abbott could trick people into moving his way. I think Scott is just hiding. Interesting. I don't think Scott has the rhetoric or the wit behind him to manipulate people. I think that takes a certain capacity and level of intelligence. And I don't think that Morrison possesses that. So he ducks it, he denies it, and he walks away. Who do you think is the worst person, like, as in terms of, like, ethics? Abbott. Interesting. Yeah. Because he's forthcoming, so I don't know how deeply it runs for Scott. So true. But I think the thing is, is that that directly contradicts my other argument, which is... I think that behind closed doors, Scott Morrison is a horrible, horrible, calculated individual. And if that's the case, then it's Morrison. But because I cannot accurately say how deeply that runs and what it actually looks like behind closed doors, I don't know. But if it is the case and he has the same views as Abbott or worse, but he's hiding them, that makes him the worst person ethically, even if they're even. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Um, Final question. Do you think Tony Abbott would have managed the pandemic better than Scott Morrison? Yes. I think he would have made decisions more actively. I also just think he would come up and front the press a lot more often. Mm -hmm. I think that the conversations would be higher quality. And I think that, like, I think it's the little things. Like, I don't think Abbott would have apologised either, but I don't think Abbott would have got there. The other thing is I think Scott Morrison doesn't make decisions, but I think with the pandemic, Tony Abbott, you would have always known what he was thinking. You know something that really gets to me actually, and this is a weird conversation about Scott Morrison, and like we said in a podcast maybe a week or two ago, one of the most united times for Australia was when Scott Morrison fucked off to Hawaii during the bushfires. Yeah. And I distinctly remember during the bushfires, there was this specific commentary around the fact that Tony Abbott actually volunteers with the rural fire service. Yeah. And he was out there holding a hose and going out there. <laughs> no, but isn't that crazy to think it about? Is. It really annoyed because me. Because one of the things was if it was Tony Abbott, he would be doing a better job because he would be there. Yeah. And I'm not saying that Scott Morrison needs to hold a hose, mate, mm. but it's that difference that was so stark. Like, holy fuck, what are we dealing with right now if Tony Abbott looks good? That's what I was so – I was so angry at Scott Morrison about that. I was like, you made Tony Abbott look good. But I think that's what it comes back to, and that's why something you. like a pandemic, I think Abbott would have done a better job. Yeah, because, I agree. like, something that politicians – Fane and it's fucking fake is going on the ground and like hugging and thanking and loving people right mm-hmm. and it's often a publicity stunt and often it's just like yeah a really good PR move to get on the ground and shake some hands Scott Morrison fuck that up yeah and even if it's fake they do it right and it provides some sense of connection to the community and breaking down that barrier between leadership and real people Scott Morrison doesn't even do that yeah like what can you see Obviously, we're in lockdown. It's a pandemic, so it's a bit different. Like, but there's not that connection between him and people ever. No. Like, he couldn't front a protest, the March for Justice, right? The commentary every time, he just fails to be a human. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of his biggest letdowns. Abbott can position himself and convince people that he's connected to the communities he represents, even if it's fake. Yeah. People believe it. Scott can't even do that. That's why I'm going to be so stressed out if he gets reelected. Yeah. Because what has he done to show that he has any connection to the public? He skips out on lockdown rules. Mm-hmm. He goes home for Father's Day weekend. He goes on holiday. He goes overseas. Off. 
Final, final question. Oh, my God. Who do you think has the bigger ego? That's a really hard one. I was I can't pick either. I think it's Morrison right now because he's wearing the pants right now. Abbott's been... I guess I mean, like, at the time. Oh, Abbott. No. I think it manifests in a different way because I think Tony Abbott would want to be, like, the hero and the, like, winner of the pandemic, for example. Whereas, so that would drive him. It's good. Exactly. Whereas Scott Morrison, his ego is so big and it works in a way that it's, like, he thinks he doesn't even have to fucking be here. Yeah. Which is terrible. And you know what it is for me with Scott? It's when he's being asked questions and he cannot help but do the smirk. Oh, God. Tony Abbott had that smirk, though. True. But when I see that, I think you don't have – like, you sleep at night really easily. Yeah. He doesn't have any remorse. Yeah, and that really sickens me deeply. Mm Mm-hmm. Worse than the lactose that I drink sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) I think that Tony Abbott's the same in that way, though. Yeah. You're right, though. It manifests differently. I think that's a really, really good – that's a hot take, Kristen. Thank you. If you found us just totally relatable and quirky, come back next Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, head to cheekmedia.com.au to tide you over until then. Bye. Goodbye.